message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajiman, the General Overseer of Winnish Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. Now, a continuation of the previous message. How comfortable is that? Of course, it will take you to places, but how far will it take you? You get a point. So there are so many things you can't do. You can't do them because you are trekking on one leg. The two must go together. Everybody do that. What does that mean? What does that mean? The two is what? One is what? Tight. Second one is your investment vehicle. All right? Your investment vehicle. Something that you have put on the ground so that God can rebuke the devourer for your sake so that he can cause multiplications to come when he opens the heavens and cause the rains to come down. We will talk about the two investment vehicles. One is tight. The other is the one God will bless so that I can prosper. Let me see. <laughs> God bless you. Hallelujah. That is the connection. Sometimes people think, oh, once I am faithful in my tithes, I should be entitled to the blessing of the Lord. Of course, you should be entitled to the blessing of God. And you are entitled to the blessing of God. And God is committed to that your entitlement. But what will he bless? You are entitled to it, yes. But what will he bless? Remember Deuteronomy 28 verse 12? The Lord will open his good treasure, the heavens, and will cause the rains to come upon the works of your hands. There he concludes. He concludes that one and says, you shall lend to many nations and you will not borrow. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It is the works of the hands that takes away borrowing from you, not the payment of the tithe. The payment of the tithe commits God to watching over your investments. Is that alright? The payment of the tithe commits God to watch over your investments. And then the seeds that you have planted on the ground is what will bear fruit in abundance for you. May the Lord grant you this understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. Brethren, this is the settled plan of God to ensure that your needs are met. This is it. Verse 12, verse 12 is the guarantee that God has put on this plan. That's all. So the plan for you to have more than enough is contained in verse 10 and verse 11. When you read verse 12, the Lord will... No. Verse 12 of Malachi chapter 3, 
and all nations will do what? <laughs> what will the nations do to you? What will the nations do to you? And all nations will call you blessed. For you will be a delightful land. May the Lord God Almighty bring this delight unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. This is for those who are obedient. What about those who are disobedient? Those who are disobedient will have to pay seven times over. That is found where? Proverbs chapter 6 and verse 30. Let's read verse 30. What we have here. People do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself. And last week I told you, it is people that do not despise, not God. All right? So whenever you are arguing among yourselves, uh, Bishop, excuse me, um, should I bring the tithe to the church? In my community, there are people there that are very needy. Eh? They are very needy. So can't I take the tithe that belongs to the church? Can't I give it to the people that are... Is it not the same thing? To people, you are correct. To what? To people, you are okay. Because people will not despise... But God calls you a thief anyway. So you are justifying your thievery. You are justifying your technical stealing. People do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself. Or people in the community, when they are starving, that is what we, we see them naked, we see them, there's an NGO that I have chosen to support and all of that and all of that. There's so many things they say when it comes to payment of tithe. So many things. But verse 31 says what? Verse 31, yet when he is found out by God, he must do what? He must restore sevenfold. And he may have to give up all the substance of his house. It will not happen to you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Number three point. The first point in the three pillars, I'm talking about the three pillars. The first pillar is that the tithe is brought because God has given it to you to keep it so that he will see your faithfulness and he will see your commitment. That's pillar number one. Pillar number two, God commits himself to rebuking the devourer when you start an investment vehicle. When you, whatever will make the money you, the seed he has given you, the money he has given you to bring forth more fruit. Your strength alone cannot help you. Money doesn't fall sick. When you put 5,000 into fixed deposit account, it doesn't get sick, does it? It doesn't get sick. And the bank where you have put it won't come and look at you and say that, Mr. Jones, because you are sick, the money you have put in the fixed deposit is also sick. Will the bank come and say that? No. All right? So whether you are sick or not sick, that thing will be working for you. When you are sleeping, 
the money will not be sleeping. It will be working for you. That is how God made man. God put so many small, 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 small parts of human being together. All right? So many small, small. How many pieces do we have in the human body? Doctors. Okay, how many bones, pieces of bones do we have in the human body? So many. So many. I don't know how many. Over a thousand pieces and God put them small, 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 small together and each one of them is doing their own small, 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 small. That is how we say that Mr. Jones in blue tie is fine. The thousands of things working together. All right? Don't think that your strength alone, your strength alone can't build a house. Your strength alone can't buy a car. Your strength alone can't marry wife. Your strength alone can't look after your four children. You can't. You will grow white hair at age 23. <laughs> Amen. All right? So let us work together on these two main issues, the bringing of the tithe and then the putting of seeds on the ground. Praise the Lord. Number three, when you bring the tithe into the house of the Lord, the spirit of money, which is called what? Yes, the spirit of money, which is called mammon, is tamed, is subdued in you. The spirit of money, if you don't tame it, will cause you to do unthinkable things. The spirit of money. Look at the environment, the world in which we live. Look at how money is moving people to do the unthinkable. Today, we see all around us young people Young people killing other human beings, carrying the head of a human being to go and give to somebody so that in turn he can get what? I read a story of one of these churches around that had to bury a live pregnant woman. And they built church on it. Live, pregnant woman. In the name of what? More crowd, more money. Spirit of mammon. Spirit of mammon. If you are not able to tame that if you are not able to subdue, if you are not able to control that spirit, it will move you to do things you will never say. I had the testimony of a pastor who kidnapped himself into a hotel and told his accomplice, go and tell the church that they have kidnapped me, raise money. Pastor, pastor. They tell the church that they have kidnapped me to raise money. That spirit of money some fine young men are sitting down here. They are married to their wife with two children. Let 100,000 Ghana cities enter their pocket. 
fine young man sitting down here. I mean sitting down here. Put 100,000 CDs in their pocket. A new nature, something new will come out. All of a sudden, their language will change. All of a sudden, they won't see their wives as they should see them anymore. Why? The spirit inside that 100,000 has entered into them. All of a sudden, another girl is more beautiful than his wife. Am I telling strange stories? I'm talking about fine young men sitting down. Money has a spirit. Money has a spirit. Otherwise, how do you explain a man not yet married having six cars? One Tico. You know they don't buy Tico. All right? One Tico, one... And then he puts them there. As if when he's going out, he will put chain. You get the point? So that when he enters, he opens his gate, six cars will be full, and then everybody will know this man gets six motor. Why? There is a spirit inside money. And that spirit is called what? If you don't control that spirit in your heart, it will move you. Not only will it move you, it will control you. Not only will it control you, it will make you do what ordinarily you yourself will not think of doing. Now, do you know people kill for money? Is that strange? People kill for, why am I talking like this? We are surrounded with armed robbery. Why do they do that? Why? The spirit of money. Now what has God done so that mammon, the spirit of money, will not control the believer? The answer is found in the payment of the tithe. Amen. The answer is found in the payment of the tithe. How? Matthew chapter 6 verse 24. No one can serve two masters. Matthew 6 24. No one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Now, you can't serve God and mammon. Yet, when you serve God, he gives you riches. So before the riches get to you, God will ensure that you have tamed the spirit of money. How does the believer tame the spirit of money? Luke chapter 16 verse 10. He 
who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least is unjust in much. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? Verse 11. Now, let me tell you a story. When a snake bites you, they secrete the liquid in them, the poison that is in them into the human body. But because of the quantity, the poison that has entered your body makes the blood in your system to form and harden. That is why they die. All right? So blood is not able to circulate again. And so the person dies. This is snake has bitten him. The, poison, the poisonous ones, the venomous ones. Not all snakes bite. But it's better you hold the view I hold. A snake is finished. Now, because of the quantity of the poison they inject into the body, the poison makes the blood circulation in the body to cease because the blood hardens. I think that's the one they call coagulates. All right? It hardens, and so there's no movement of blood in the body, and then the body, the, body, the life goes off. But when a person gets a cut, all right, and blood is flowing, is flowing, is flowing. You do whatever. The blood is flowing. And you take them to the hospital. You know what they do? They take a bit of the snake poison. But this time in measured small quantity. And they inject. That's why they don't tell you. You get the point. Now when they do inject that measured quantity of the snake poison... What is the effect of that? To make the blood harden. So your blood that is oozing out, bzz, 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 they will just introduce a small of that and then it will regulate, all right? And then you become cool. You get the point. Vaccinations. What is the idea behind vaccinations if there is a disease they want to vaccinate you against they take that is it virus or spider or they take that a little bit of it that the body can control they introduce it into your body and then your body systems work and overcome that and so they have become experienced alright so when next there is an outbreak of that disease your body is already used to that kind of animal so when that animal can say oh this one we have done it before alright that is what vaccination does the same principle in Luke chapter 16 verse 10 and 11. He that is faithful in much is faithful also in little. So when God gives you small money, he's watching you. 
<laughs> All right. When you are able to overcome that 1,000 cities by paying out 100 cities, God says he is overcoming the spirit of money. All right. He is overcoming the spirit of money. That is why God says, the person that is faithful at the level of 100 is also faithful at the level of 10 million. He doesn't have to wait for you to get there first. No, 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 no. You have passed it here. Just as they introduced the vaccine into your body and your body was able to balance, overcome. And so, so it doesn't matter when there is an outbreak of that disease, you are able to go through. The same principle. So you overcome the spirit of money when you are able to give your tithe at the time when you have small. Some of you, God, bless me. If you bless me, you will see. You mean God will see? Who gave you I? God, see my heart. See my heart. It's because I don't have. But you put 10,000 in my pocket, you will see the things I will do. <laughs> you know, when you do that, God laughs and says, Cha! The creator is now smarter than the creator. Luke chapter 16, verse 11. If you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, if you have not been able to overcome the spirit of money, who will give you your own? So God is not prospering some in the church, not because he does not want to prosper them, but because they have not qualified. If God should make millionaires in this place, homes will break. If God should make some people millionaires in this place, homes will break. If God should make a millionaire of somebody sitting here now, his home will scatter, 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 scatter. Scatter. Why? Because the spirit of money has moved him. Now, when the wife comes, that you hey, don't welcome me, don't welcome me. Money. If verse eleven. Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, if you have not been able to tame this unrighteous mammon, who is going to trust you with the true riches of God? Some of us are far from prosperity, even though our hearts are right towards God. But when it comes to money, <laughs> everything good, but not money, excuse me. That is it. Now read verse 12, verse 12 of this. Luke chapter 16, verse 12. And if you have not been faithful in that which is another, another man's, who will give you that which is your own? You see Malachi chapter 3, verse 10, inside this. Ring all the tithes. And if you are not faithful in giving God his own, who is going to bless you? Is it not God? Have you ever prayed to God to bless you before? Come be honest. Have you ever prayed to God to bless you before? Yes. Truly, truly? Yes. Now read Luke chapter 16 verse 12. And if you have not been faithful in that which is God's, who will give you what you are looking for? Hey! 
I said, Mabba. Bishop, are you saying that all the prayer I have prayed for God to bless me, because I don't pay the tithe, the prayer have not been answered correct? Bishop, are you saying I have wasted my time correct? Bishop, do you mean all the fasting I have done, it amounts to nothing? Absolutely. What's the fourth question? Why am I saying that? Because if you have not been faithful in that which is God's, God said you have robbed me. God says bring the tithe into my house because it is mine so that there will be food in my house. You are saying no and yet you are asking him to bless you. Ah, Asembeni. Did you hear me? You see the reason why some are not prospering? Have you seen the reason why some are not prospering? They come to church, all right. They pray, all right. Monday prayer force, they are there. Wednesday evening service, they are there. Sunday service, they are there. Saturday we are cleaning this place, they are there. Everything. Pay tight. <laughs> Bishop, you know I don't have. <laughs> if I had, I would give. Yeah, I don't have. Eh? Will a person, this same thing I've just talked about, a person, single parent, three children, earning 600 a month, must he or she pay tight? Eh? Single parent, single lady. Three children, 10, 8, 6. 10, 8, 6 children. All right? 10 years, 8 years, 6 years. Husband has gone. He's earning 1,000. With the three children, she has to contend with rent. She has to contend with transportation. She has to contend with the children going up and down. The children eating, the children wearing clothes, the children sleeping, mosquito biting them. She has to buy treated mosquito net. Must that kind of person in church pay tight? Help me ask the person to your right. When was the last time you paid your tight? Has he answered? Last year, if we have agreed here that a single parent with three children earning 1,000 has to pay tithe. Then why are you not paying? Don't you know you are robbing yourself of your great future? Don't you know it is God that blesses? It is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich. That adds no sorrow with it. Why are you robbing yourself? Anyone that wants a financial testimony must obey the financial laws of God. Follow God's financial plan for abundance and you will have more than enough. Finally, understand that paying your tithe does not enrich God. Paying your tithe 
does not enrich God with or without your tithes, God is God. The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof. The cattle upon the hills belong to him. The silver and the gold, God says, they are mine. So you, paying your tithes into the house of God, does not enrich God. So why must I pay the tithe? The tithe is paid so that you can secure your covenant destiny in the kingdom. The tithe is paid so that you can secure your covenant financial destiny in the kingdom. You cannot prosper in this kingdom without the payment of your tithes. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Ajuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website, www.winnersghana.org You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Adjerman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.